welcome to Blaze Pod. It's Monday, the 24th of October. My name is Ben. Joining me on the line, as always, is Andrew. How the devil are you today, my friend? No bad, no bad. How are you? I'm no bad myself. I'm very, I'm very good, in fact. I, I, uh, very good. Enjoyable weekend all round. Mm. Uh, very much enjoyed the uh, Sheffield Beer Festival at Kelham Island. But um, the pre- you got snapped as well, didn't you? <laughs> ah, so awkward. Yeah, and so, somebody <laughs> tagged me in there. Do you know what? I saw the guy taking the photo as well at the beer mm. festival, and. Uh, the face of Kelly Marlin Beer Festival. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so. That just so weird. It's like it's like the camera's sort of picked out only me among the crowd. It's yeah, it's I, 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 I what tell you, I sent it Liam actually. I was obviously mainly podcast where then uh, um, he said the definition of the word shifty. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, well, anyway, leaving that aside, we're going to talk about and a game of football instead and. I think maybe we should just call this "Are You Not Entertained?" Part Two after uh, after our previous home game, um, a, a really exciting game of football yeah. with Norwich, where you know come back from two 0 down. There's a missed penalty. There's all yeah. sorts of uh, dark arts shenanigans going off. Um, a game that was high on entertainment, but potentially low on quality. I think was how we sort of uh, felt yeah. afterwards. Do you want to do you want to go into that bit? I think that's completely fair. I think it were. Re- I really enjoyed it as a game of football. Like, unlike the Blackpool game, mm. I actually came out of this one and I thought, do you know what? I've got my money's worth there. I, I thought it was <laughs> an exciting game. Lots happened. Crowd were, you know, for the first time probably this season were were really loud and you felt involved and you felt like you were making a difference and stuff. And I think it was just a classic championship game or this season's championship where two teams where you can see. They've got quality. You know, I thought Sergeant and Pookie for them were fantastic. And I thought Endaya McBurney for us were fantastic once they come on, which mm. we'll get into later. <laughs> uh, but um, but at the same time, I thought both defences were absolutely appalling. There were mistakes all over. For every good bit of play, they were a terrible mistake. And I think both sides can come out of that thinking, they're not really, it's another one of those where you think, is that two points dropped or is it a point gained? Felt more like a point gained for me because they missed the pen at the end, I think. I feel happy about it now. I think I left the ground sort of a, a bit head in hands because obviously we had the massive opportunity uh, yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. to win it. And yeah. I think if the game goes on another 10 minutes, we absolutely do win it. But um, yeah. yeah, so it was a slightly different feeling to the, the Blackpool game, obviously. Um, but yeah, the, the longer it's gone on, like the more time has kind of passed, I do feel better about the fact we came back from 2-0 down. Obviously, I'm not enamoured with the fact that... Um, What's that? No winning six now, I think, since the international yeah, break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, four home games without a win, I believe. Birmingham QPR, Blackpool, and Norwich. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that you know that does frustrate me, and even more so when you look at the. Uh, I'm going to just bring up the championship table, but I'm pretty sure that it's. Was it QPR and Blackburn are the top two at the minute? And yeah, all right. I mean, Q- just, been, just before you came on, I told you you're a tad late. So I had listened to about ten minutes of a. Uh, Football Evan, uh, which I don't normally listen to, and Rob Staten just been making a point. He goes like, because QPR came to Brown Lane, nothing special. Blackburn have lost seven matches. You know it's ridiculous. So it only takes is like for any team to win three or four. Look, Millwall are on the same points as us. They've won four games in a row. Fair enough, but they're not good. <laughs> that's mental that we're a level on. And I think that's where you can sort of justifiably be a bit like, oh, it's all gone a bit wrong, hasn't it? But yeah. Um, mm. 
Yeah, I think just uh, coming back from two 0 down, I got to say I, it felt like it felt like the world was collapsing on us at two 0 down. Um, it did. It really did. Half- I'm, I'm ashamed to say, in the heat of the moment, which I said to you after, I'm like, right, who's next manager? Because obviously, <laughs> like, jumped the gun massively. Obviously, I don't really think that, but it's just like it did feel like, wow, this could be really bad. Because if they got another one, and obviously Davis made a great save at two 0 who knows where that game had gone? <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, I, at half time, I was like, I, I was stood there feeling pretty stupid in terms of, you know, we, we had, we were so high on this team like three mm. or four weeks ago. We're like, you know, this, yeah. this really is a good chance they could win the league. I think this team, if everyone stays fit, obviously, was, was yeah, a yeah, major yeah, caveat yeah. we chucked out there. <laughs> but then I was, but then I was thinking, like, well, hang on, we've got some good players playing for us at the moment, and we, yeah, this is going to be six games without a win. We're going to lose this one to Norwich, who've you know been in mm. terrible form themselves, and it just looks like being a disaster. But fortunately, we did turn it round, and probably a big part of turning it round was putting our best players on the pitch. It's weird that, isn't it? Yeah, put your best players on, you play better. What I will say, and you are right, because we did have a lot of experience out there, I do think if we had to pick our first 11, if everyone were fit, there's only three players in the team who played on Saturday who would be in that. Strongest eleven, I think Egan, Ahmed Altic, and Norwood. I yeah. think the rest of them will probably not be in our first eleven if everyone's fit. But as you said, that's what the squad's for. There's no getting away from the fact that the likes of Baldock and Basham, even Osborne, Fleck, have been good at this level before, and they should be. They should be good enough to get points. They should, yeah. Um, so this team, this team comes out, and uh, immediately I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to put it bluntly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The back three, fine. Armadadzic starts, Basham on the left. Um, I did want Jack Robinson for anyone who listened to the previous podcast, but fine, whatever. Just Bre- by the way, because I meant to ask you, has he played today? I, I've just read just before we started that he's played in the under twenty ones today. I don't know if you've seen that. I've not. I've been. Um, I've been busy. I haven't seen that. So maybe we can. Um, I've just seen it on, uh, on on Twitter, but I didn't actually see that. Anyway, sorry, carry on. No, I'll, I'll, it's, uh, it's a good shout. I'll try and bring it up while we're talking. Why, why is SUFC development not coming up on Twitter anymore? Anyway, um, yeah, I'll find that. Uh, Brewster and Sharp start up front, which means mm. that uh, and Jai and McBurney drop to the bench. I'm just like, mm, not sure about that. Uh, and then Flex starts. <laughs> the man with the broken leg. <laughs> he's just he's just straight back in there. I don't I, I I couldn't really understand that to be honest. I mean uh it were okay, let me play devil's advocate of this, because this is clearly not our strongest team. Playing no. one of the one of the highest quality teams we're gonna play this season, you know, they may not be banging form or anything like that, but I'm sure they will be a top six team. This is not our strongest team by any stretch of the imagination. You can play devil's advocate and say we've been crying out for Hecky to rotate and stop mm-hmm. players from getting into the you know physical yeah. red zone and pulling a hamstring or doing something more serious. But the counter to that is like, is this really the game where you want to do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That that's it for me. That I thought we got it the wrong way around. I think if this would have been the team do you know what? I think if, the, if we'd have started with this team against Coventry, we might have even won that game. Because I wonder if bringing McBurney and Diane Doyle on for the last thirty minutes in that game would have been enough you know, if we'd have kept it tight as we did mm. against Coventry, would that have been, you know, the lift that we needed to, to get the three points? I'm not sure. I think he got it the wrong way around for me. I think if we'd have played that team against Coventry and then played our best team against Norwich, that makes far more sense than what happened. Yeah. 
and obviously the the players we eventually bring on uh, do make a massive difference in swinging the game. Um, saying that, I thought we had a good first three minutes, didn't you? I actually did. I, I turned around to AA and I said, started quite well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's one of the worst goals you'll ever see conceded. Um, where do you sit on the debate of uh, a couple of people, Phil likes to four blades, saying John Egan might take a bit of blame for this? No, I'm not. I, I'm not buying that. Sorry, I I don't agree with that. I know what he's saying. He, he's used to passing it onto the left hand side for uh, for Wes, obviously his left footed. But I think Davis has got to deal with that. He seemed. I've watched it back, and it was a lot quicker than I thought at the time. It, it, from the back of the cop, it felt like it would took about five minutes for Puki <laughs> to close him down. It was just. It's like I'm gonna clear it, clear it, clear it, clear it. <laughs> but then the next minute, obviously, he's in the back of the net, and uh, yeah, terrible, terrible home. Debut, uh, start to a home debut. Yeah, a, a complete Robin Olsen of a home debut. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, so we, we, I haven't seen that from Phil. Is, is his point that he's is uh, used to passing to the other foot? Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. That, that makes sense. But um, Davis has got loads of time. Like you know, in this, yeah. if it was if it necessitated a first time clearance and he slices it with his weaker foot, then fair enough. But no, he's got so much time to control it, and yeah, he just. It just takes forever, doesn't he? And <laughs> Pookie closes him down. And then, even then, like, how many times do you see that where somebody kicks it off a defender, mm-hmm. uh, off an attacker or something? It ricochets wide. But no, this one dribbles straight into I the back of the net. I can't believe it. For, for about five minutes after I was saying, I cannot believe we've considered that goal. I mean, <laughs> he's known for it, Pookie, as well. His work rate's fantastic. Mm. And the amount of times I've seen him charge down goalkeepers and not get anywhere but you think oh you know because oh, I do like Pookie as a player and I think uh, I think Deadback brought up actually when we after that we we may as well have been in hindsight if we could have got hold of him maybe signing him the season Norwich went down and, and we stayed up instead of obviously the 25 million on Brewster but I don't know if that would have been an option realistically but I do like him as a player mm. and he does that sort of he harries he, he hassles he, he, he tries to force people into mistake and you know he'll I think he'd Got to take some credit for his work rate there and stuff, but yeah, we've got to we've got to just just boot it out of play if you're not sure. Yeah, oh dear, just disaster start for him, disaster start for us. Obviously, in, in bad form coming off that really disappointing uh, performance and result midweek, and you, you go a goal down, and yeah, doesn't doesn't feel good at all. And I don't think uh, I don't think Davies responded well to this <laughs> adversity. Um, I mean, it wasn't like a total shambles, but. There were more than a couple of times I thought he could have come out a bit more decisively off his line to like help clear up, you know. Or the one thing I'll praise him for is that that second when it was two 0 and that was a good save. Uh, mm. the, the the third and obviously the penalty save as well. But yeah, it were a jittery performance. Which if you make a mistake like that in the first minute, is it is it understandable? I guess so. Yeah, I think it was only like. Honestly, I thought from about 25 minutes he, he played like a normal goalkeeper because then he did come out and head one away, didn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. Like a, a, a ball over the top. But by this point, yeah, yeah, we're 2-0 down. And the three defenders in front of him, I thought all did bad things in this game. You know, there is some yeah. good things as well, uh, particularly at the other end of the pitch. But, uh, you know, we, we criticised uh, Basham uh, in the last game. I'm pretty sure we criticised Egan uh, recently as well, but yeah. Armand Odzic, I don't, I don't know what he's doing here. This is such a mm-hmm. another pathetic goal to concede. I mean, it's a, it's just a clearance from Aaron's. I mean, he's he, he, he literally spins round with the force of the like welly of the ball downfield, and then um, yeah, Armand Odzic just lets it hit him, and 
the world's slowest shot from Pookie <laughs> trickles yeah. past Davies and into the yeah, net. I have to admit, at the time, I think after I said I've got no chance with that, I've looked at it back. Oh, I don't know. If, I must say he's a howler, but it's he, such a. It's not a good shot from Pookie, that I don't think. Um, and yeah, I, I probably would have expected West to save that one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if it takes a slight nick off. Yeah, on the I don't want to go foot in, but meh. Yeah, it's just so slow, as you said. And after that, I think for about ten minutes after that, Norwich. Obviously, two and a half, they looked so comfortable. Mm. And they, they looked like a team who had been on bad form and that's all they needed, if you know what I mean. like that. That's probably what we need. You know, We need a goal that's got enough someone's backside to get us three points or get us in a comfortable position. And we probably start looking quite arrogant and cocky as they... I don't I mean that in a good way for Norwich. You know, that sort of... I think they play with a bit of a swagger for about 10, 15 minutes after that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And whereas we looked really rattled, I thought. I mean, there's one... Uh, another just total hoof, really, from Norwich that um, mm. Pookie was chasing, and real uh, uh, quite alarming to see Basham way more concerned with where Pookie was than the ball, and he mm. ends up. In fact, I think this is, um, I think this is what leads to that one-on-one with Sergeant. Actually, yeah, Basham's yeah, yeah. like he just doesn't deal with the ball because he's too bothered about where Pookie is, and so he sort of slices his header. And they end up playing it through uh, to Sergeant one on one. Unfortunately, yeah, Davis makes a really good save, and um, yeah, that that would have probably doomed us, I think, if Sergeant sticks that away. Yeah, so. I think that'd have been it. And and Basham in that first half were much better in the second half, but it's another worrying performance. I no, think we we were talking about it afterwards with uh, with Deadbat, weren't we? And um, yeah. I think it, I think it was him that said, you know, it's quite painful to watch at the minute. Like he's yeah. he's not enjoying seeing, and I'm not either seeing someone that we have such affection for and so much respect for mm. on the pitch really struggling at the moment and it is only like these last five or six games I guess maybe you could he's playing worse right now than he was last season when he wasn't yeah. quite at his normal level I think but yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't great uh, and he's played, I'll stick it up for him to the centre he's played on the wrong side and I saw Jack O'Connell midweek say uh, against Coventry when he did the penalty away he said he wouldn't have dived in if he'd have been on his right side he said he's played on the wrong side and you do I mean, obviously, I've only played like I've only played amateur, not even amateur. I don't even know what below amateur football. <laughs> but there were a season when I had to play left back, and I'm right footed, and and it is hard because, and this is not a bit high level at all, and it is hard because, and you do second guess, you you you, you can't sort of play with any freedom or you, you're second guessing, thinking right, I'm not that strong on my left hand side, so I'm going to try there, and and you're always you've got so much to think about when you play on the wrong side, but. Really, really poor individual errors that a player of his calibre, as he has been in the last five years, should be better than. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, even though he's on the wrong side, you know, he should be still able to head it and kick it. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which he wasn't yeah, doing to great effect. Um, Jack Robertson did play, by the way, for the under 21s, as did. Uh, oh, that's fantastic. Get him back. Get him back. <laughs> well, we haven't got a game until Saturday, so there's there's every chance to say Kadra started as well. Um, the under 21s who won, I think. Yeah, he needs some, needs some minutes, I suppose. Um, so fortunately, we're not three 0 down at that point, and um, I think at this point, and or you know, heading towards the end of the first half, I'm not sure I could say that any of our team was playing well, apart from Oliver Norwood once again. Yeah, 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 yeah. fantastic. I, I'm nudging him up. I, I was thinking about this earlier. I think he's he's moving moved into second in my uh, personal player of the year so far rankings. Yeah, because. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of uh, a lot of time for 
how he's like how he just keeps playing at high levels and even if it's just you know putting it being the only person to put in a tackle or make a that's cruise. it and we've criticized norwood obviously a lot of people have anyway like oh he's you know he's too slow don't get stuck in his interceptions and his tackling, he were fantastic on Saturday in that first half. He covered yeah. every single blade of grass. And not everything he did on the ball came off, but it was what I'd call a captain. And he's not the captain anymore. We were like a captain's performance. I think if yeah, he wasn't yeah. in that midfield, things could have been even worse. Yeah, we've said that more than a few times about him over the last year, haven't we, Norwood? Uh, captain's yeah. performance. I mean, there was one, I remember this very specific. It wasn't any sort of particular moment, but Co- Coventry, Norwich had a corner uh, mm. and he... Uh, he makes the sort of first clearance as the corner comes in, and then he's the man that goes down out to close down the guy yeah. who then puts in the next yeah. cross. And I was thinking, like, for starters, well done. That is that is a great <laughs> effort. But the rest of you, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Where are you? Like, why is this guy having to do everything at this point? Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank thank the Lord for Ollie Norwood to be honest. And um, yeah, he. He has a pretty good shot um, near the end of the first half. Not a good chance by any means, but finally gives Gunn something to do. And then um, Osborne has one from long range that's... um, uh, I I can't tell if he saves it or it hits the post, actually. I thought it it hit the post in real time. Decent effort. I think it does does take a deflection, I think. It does, yeah. Yeah, but I think... And that was the last kick of the half, and I think Mm. all of us at half time, or obviously I was texting you, I don't know how many messages you got because a lot, a lot of it sort of got lost obviously the terrible wi-fi this is but, pro- probably for the best really by the uh, yeah 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 <laughs> I, I was saying you know we've, we've we seem to love this tactic we, we, they were definitely let us get to the wings because osborne and baldock mm. offensively were playing so poor like i thought osborne were terrible in the first half he massively redeemed himself in the second half I thought. <laughs> but i think what we all what we're doing is going to the wing going to the wing cross it Grant Anley adds it away we'll go to the wing go to the wing cross it Grant Anley ends it and Grant Anley as we saw in the second half He's not a top defender, even at this level, I won't say. And it was just the easiest first half for him he must have ever had all season because they were just knocking rubbish balls into two small strikers in Sharp and Brewster. It's not like McBurney were up there. No, no, exactly. Um, yeah, we could talk about Osborne a little bit here, actually. Um, yeah, only only Norwood had had more touches uh, of the ball at half-time than Osborne, like including the Norwich players as well. Uh, and yeah, I think that's that's a that was a problem for us, not for them. I I, yeah. I noticed in the uh, in the view from somebody said uh, mm. a Norwich fan said something along the lines of like, you know, Osborne was the danger man. We were giving him too much time on the ball. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've talked about this before. I'm convinced that teams are just like, I'm just gonna if if that player's got the ball, that's okay. That's like a net yeah. win for us. I, I think it's obvious you can't shut every part of a, of an opposition down, especially one when. We, we are a strong championship side. I know we're not getting the results at the moment, but we do have a lot of possession and we do normally create quite a few chances. You can't stop every avenue. So what you do is say, well, I'd rather them not attack down the middle with what they probably thought were going to be Endai yeah. uh, and uh, even uh, Doyle. Let them go to the wings because these two end products is not, not, not very good, <laughs> uh, basically. We saw it against Coventry, very similar first half uh, to the first half here where... So many times Osborne and Baldock get the ball and just knock it in. Nothing wrong with the cross, not poor crosses or anything, but just a nothing cross. Just just into an area, they edit away, we've got no chance of, of scoring from it. And yeah, I, I I would have made probably three subs at half time, to be honest. Yeah, well we can yeah, let's get into that now. Like I uh, uh, like you thought, we have to make changes at half time. I mean I wanted changes earlier. I want I mean, I know this is 
you know, there's there's probably a reason. Very, very rarely does a manager do this for tactical mm-hmm. reasons. But I think you can make a very strong case that we should have made a couple of substitutions after like half an hour. Like, like why why wait? You know, it's not working. Mm-hmm. We we're two nil down already. Let's let's get our better players on right now. And I, I get that's not the done thing, but um, I, I would have done that if I was playing football manager, for example. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I was the manager, would have probably lost the game because I'd, I'd have taken Billy Sharp off and Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously, both had a massive hand in the first goal. So you know, just to show that Eckingbottom does know more than me. But yeah, I think it was a. I thought McAtee was just anonymous in this in this first yeah. half and. He was supposed to be there as the one attacking out. Like you've got Fleck and Norwood in there. Fleck, I suppose, there for box to box or whatever. And Norwood, you know, sitting in front of the three. And it were up to McAtee to basically create chances for Brewster and Sharp. And I, I don't have any touches he had, but it can't have been more than fifteen to one. No, not really. He had he had one decent shot, didn't he, McAtee? But mm. uh, yeah, very ineffective, and uh, no surprise that he was sacrificed for Njai at half time. Yeah. The, I do have to say, I think, I think only making one sub at half time was a bit of a red flag to me in terms yeah. of Heckingbottom's, yeah. uh, I don't know, tactics, I guess, or, or mm. approach to this game. I, I would definitely have made at least two subs. I would have got Doyle on as well, and I possibly yeah. would have put McBurney on immediately. Yeah. You know, I, I said that. Um, you know, I don't think anyone was playing particularly well, but I thought Brewster and Sharp were okay. So you could sort of. I, you... I mean, obviously, we talked we talked to Deb, but after he weren't having this at all, and it's obviously, like I say, opinions people see it different. I thought Brewster were all right. I don't. Mm. I, I know what Deb Bat said in that. I don't. He doesn't look like scoring. I, I can't get away from that. He's not someone who you who looks a danger. But I think he did some good things. He, he ran with it on the break and stuff like that. Certainly thought he were better than Sharp in that first half, but Sharp yeah. in the second half were were massive for us. Yeah, so just the one sub, um, and then the other ones come further down the line, don't they? Um, yeah. let, me, let me just get my timelines right here. So, uh, yeah, so we... we Okay, McBurney isn't on by the time that we score the first goal, is he? So no, no. We do I find Doyle's on, isn't he? Yeah, Doyle, Doyle is on, yeah. So he comes yeah. on at 58 minutes for uh, for Fleck, which was like a, a bit of a... I mean, Fleck was quite anonymous, I thought. I don't think it was a very good performance from him at all, which is totally understandable. You know, yeah. the guy just broke yeah. his leg. He's only just come back. Why is he starting yeah. this game? Why is Doyle not starting? And I, I get that Doyle has not, you know, he hasn't scored yet. I don't think he's got an assist yet, but yeah. I think he, he looks he looks a good player to me. I, I, I think he should be in our best midfield, like, until someone else really makes a case. Just um, jumping ahead a little bit, it's going to be interesting because we've got three games next week. Obviously, we've got a week off now, then we've got West Brom, Bristol City, Burnley. Mm. Yeah, imagine he's going to rest, you know, a couple of the, the better players again in those three because that's what we sort of want to see. Unless people come back, it's going to be interesting to see what game he uses. You know, is he going to drop Endai for West Brom or Burnley? Yeah, it's, Doyle's another one. Can he play three games a week? Pro- possibly not. Or are we just going to go all in because there's only what two weeks left after? A week left after that, I think, until the World Cup. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's right. Something like I think it's five games, isn't it, now to the World Cup? Uh, I believe you're right, yeah. Might be six with the Rotherham match, I'm not sure. But yeah, so I I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see because we can't. I don't really fancy us against any of those three teams West Brom, Bristol City, and Burnley with that lineup we started against Norwich, to be honest. Mm, No, exactly. Well, just before this. uh, this yellow card, excuse me, this, this substitution actually. Uh, Norwich take a very curious approach to managing a game that you're cruising at 2 0. And uh, 
decide to get everyone really angry with them, like oh. everyone inside the ground. And it, it sort of starts with Grant Hanley uh, mm. kicking out at Sharp when he's on the floor, uh, and he gets a yellow card for it. Sharp obviously is not impressed, leaps to his feet. Mm. And, and this really, uh, if you'll excuse the pun, kickstarts our performance. Yeah, it does. It? It so does. dumb. And Dean Smith mentioned this after. I don't know if you've seen his interview. He said something along the lines of, "They got suckered into it. it, it the crowd, they lost, they lost uh, composure, and they shouldn't have done it." They were, I mean, we, we were slightly better in the second half until this point, where we had more of the bullish expect. Norwich had soon up. Norwich weren't really that interested in going. They were just trying to hit us on the break, and mm-hmm. the, even then, they had a couple of decent breakaways. But we weren't really creating anything. It wasn't like we were having shot after shot after shot. I think Norwich were in control. And that pretty much changed. I think that happened. And then, what, five minutes later, if that, Osborne scored. And then everything completely changes. Yeah, it's not far off. So he, he does that. And I think it, it just sort of... And maybe I don't, uh, I don't particularly want to do this with Norwich because it, it almost doesn't make sense. But... I mean, what is it? Five years since that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sort of infamous game with them under under Wilder. Yeah, and they're still kind of the same team. I get that there are some consistency of players, but yeah, just really quite embarrassing levels of trying to get we, players sent off and dive and which their own fans did say. I've also yeah. the from the got, and there were there were a couple of them, include them all, even because it had been boring going about that, but. Fair amount of their fans were saying, why did we do that? You know, we, we, if they just carried on playing football, I think they'd have probably won. But yeah. to, to do all the diving and getting everyone up for it, and especially, look, our atmosphere has been awful this season and even last season for the most part. But everybody does know. I saw a Norwich reporter after, I think it works for the Pink, and he was doing a video review, and he said, once that crowd gets going, it is one of the most hostile places because it's so close to the pitch and, and it has helped us so many times in the past. Why, why would you do that <laughs> yeah. you know why would you give us that so we were all low and all on us and he just got everyone up and we've always said a crap ref makes Bromley a fantastic place to be <laughs> uh, in terms of the in terms of, uh, in terms of the crowd and stuff and like I say we scored straight after and then after that it was pretty much one way traffic up until Pookie's mm. penalty yeah uh, Cantwell oh he's it has to be one of my least favourite players, I think. Uh, certainly, certainly at this level. And well, yeah. who was it who went down? He did it one bit with that. With that, with that aim. Uh, he did it one bit. Yeah, he sort of uh, flopped for a for a penalty, uh, which was not mm. even close to being a foul, and then stayed no. down for ages. And I mean, he's he's just it's just a diver, and it's just a cheap. <laughs> it's just I a did, really unpleasant football. Yeah, I did see a nice fan on Twitter say, so, "Well, all teams do it," and I agree. Yeah, you know, we'll back up to their place, and five minutes to go, we might. Take his time, taking a goal kick and get a book in or whatever. I just you, you're like you're 60 minutes in, yeah. and you you're going down and you're in control. If I were a Norwich fan, mm. I, I, if a Norwich fan's listening to this, they might think, "Oh, shut up, you're having a go at us." I would genuinely be more angry with my own team, thinking, "Well, why did we do that? Why yeah. did we get? Why did we fall for that?" Because they they were in control, even though we were, we were on top in terms of possession, we weren't creating anything. As I said, crowd gets involved on a side. Billy Sharp played it fantastically well, in fairness to him. Because I was like thinking, get him off, he's going to get sent off. <laughs> mm. But I think he did know what he was doing, and he got the crowd going. And I've no idea why Hanley kicks him in the first place to start all this. No, it's, it comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? Because he's just, uh, Sharp's just chasing a ball that's heading towards <laughs> the corner. And 
Uh, Hanley, I think Hanley gets a little bit uh, annoyed because Sharp falls to the floor. Like when he, mm. he, he pushes him, it's not a foul; it's just a bit of contact to knock him over. And he, he looks annoyed at that, but then yeah, it just kicks out him while it's on the floor. Really stupid. Yeah, um, I don't know why he does it. Yeah. No, uh, it was Sharp. Funny uh, I was like, get Sharp off, get McBurney. Oh no, maybe not McBurney. <laughs> Hang <laughs> on the comments. McBurney. <laughs> uh, Osborne, yes, yeah, Sharp is involved in uh, in getting us back into yeah. the game. Um, and I, I think I just want to mention here, like we got back into this game via guts rather than good play, didn't we? The, you know, we, it was it was scrappy, aggressive in terms of yeah. not like physically aggressive, but more like uh, taking a risk. You know, flood, flooding the box, getting uh, yeah. players in unusual positions, kind of. Um, Which is fine. Kind of it's chaos. Mm. It's you know you could you probably disorganise chaos with the way the defence were playing, but. <laughs> I'm all right with that. You know, I'm all right with that. If he, if he, if it's not coming off here in terms of skill and stuff, you you have got to. I think if we'd have shown more of that, maybe at Coventry we might have mm. won. I don't think it were fantastic before, but you could also argue that Norwich's goals came purely due to our mistakes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it's just weird. It's when... a good game between mm. two teams who are quite evidently not firing on all cylinders at the moment. Indeed. Uh, yeah, I, I just. Uh... I think, obviously, from my point of view, I would rather have we got back into the game because we just completely turned on the style, mm. like second mm. half, and it was just like a, you know, a clinic yeah. of football. It wasn't like that at all. But I take a lot of heart out of the fact we were able to turn it round, like through almost through sheer force of will, rather yeah. than like, uh, you know, rather than like silky football or anything like that. I think that that says a lot about this team. And while we've, yeah, not won now for six games, it. It does give me a lot of heart that uh, you know Same. It, it's, it's not a, it's not a powder puff team. It's it's got some some steel to it. If you'll we've if you'll been pretty rubbish in the past five games, but in two of the last three, we've come back from pretty. I think a lot of teams might have gone under demoralising situations, and you, you can't you know going two and up against Blackpool to go three two down was horrible. <laughs> And yeah. then being two and all down so early against a team who have been in just as bad form as you, pretty much, but you expect to be up there. They could have, the Reds could have gone there as well. And I, I will, I will give them credit. Like I said, I don't think we're anywhere near what we were at all two months ago, whatever it was. But mm. the guts is there, and that will carry you so far. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and Osborne is a player that typifies that, isn't he? Uh, and he is obviously the goal scorer here. Um, but yeah, even the, this goal is like you know, it's kind of. Scrappy, aggressive, you know, I think Bulldog gets a ball played into the box and Sharp holds it up and scuffs a shot that <laughs> yeah. ricochets over to Osborne, who, fair play to him, he's, he's on the edge of the six-yard box. This is only uh, only the second goal from left wing-back this season and Maxlow obviously got the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is, yeah, this is like, uh, you know, we, we sort of criticised Osborne for that first half particularly and he didn't play well at Coventry either, but... That is that is a a real asset to have someone who does have that energy and can get in those positions, and he he finishes yeah. very calmly as well. It looks, yeah. it kind of looks like a scuff, but he basically just plays it back across goal and right into the far corner, doesn't he? And I do want to pick Osborne out because I was the the the, the worst of anyone in the first half. Of like, say, get him off. He's not up for it. He's not up to it. Should I say? Hmm. He, he never hides Osborne, and and that, that obviously we can't. We can't. No one can ever knock his work rate. You can maybe knock the quality and stuff. He he never hides. He was shattered in that second half, and he kept going, <laughs> and he kept going, and he kept going. And he's not the best defensively because he's not a defender, and he's not the best defensively because he doesn't really have that much quality. But 
I really massive credit to him for turning that around because I think he'll know. I remember like at the end of the first half where he put a really rubbish cross in it. He did one of his famous step overs and and did another step over. But I went, get it in, and he messed the cross up. And everyone, like, oh, you know, his confidence must have been down. He's played three games in a week after coming back from twelve weeks out or whatever it's been. Hmm. And players like that, when you're not playing that well, that can drag you back into it. will be a massive help about dragging you back into a game through sheer guts. And he probably typified the entire performance, I think, where first half, not on it. Second half, just pure energy mm. and pure guts and determination to get back into it. Yeah, that's a great shout, I think. So he, he makes it 2-1. Uh, and McBurney comes on immediately for, um, for Brewster. Fantastic of cameo this. It was fabulous, yeah. I'll get on to that in a second. So I just want to mention uh, Dimitris Janoulis, I believe it is, the, the left-back. Yeah. Oh, a left-back for Norwich. Good Lord. I mean, talking about, you know, getting getting the fans riled up. So he clashes with Sharp. I think it's probably the most charitable way to describe it. Yeah. Hits the deck as though he's been headbutted, then changes his mind and decides to hold his ankle instead. <laughs> Yeah. And uh yeah, I think he he doesn't get booked for this as he gets booked for clattering someone himself a few minutes later, but mm. it's just absolutely pathetic. Shot and, and fair play to the referee and the linesman for well, giving giving the correct decision and basically yeah, not punishing Sharp. I didn't see it at the time and I thought, well that's sharp off because the yeah, way he, he, he must have headbutted him, yeah. Yeah, I really did think that because I thought, well the way he's gone down, Sharp's reacted, it were it were a really feisty affair at that point. And I thought, oh, we've just got to go back, and he's, you know, he's done that. And then you look at it back, and it's, it's just or, nobody wants to see that. I don't know. I've, I've seen that arguments in the past before, where people are like, like Argentina off when they're playing. Oh, they're all. We should be more like that, you know. We should be more like trying to be tricky and stuff. I just think it's horrible. I don't think I don't think any Norwich fan can look at that and and be proud of that representing yeah. the team. I don't think. And I think he lost his head after it as well, Janulis, um, because he got substituted off a minute after getting booked. He was, yeah. and that was that was a pure sub him off before he gets sent off, like because yeah. it was definitely coming uh, if he if he didn't get hauled off. Um, but then we uh, we find ourselves level shortly afterwards, and um, massive credit to Norwood again and to yeah. John Egan, who brilliant header from Egan. This fantastic. I mean, criticised him so many times mm. for his uh, for his attacking headers, but and I again defensively, individually, another poor game I felt for him. Um, but he, he wins this. I mean, it's McBurney's goal, but I think it's a lot more to do with Egan's header. I think. Yeah, pure power. I love I love Norwood just standing this ball up to the back post mm-hmm. and be like. You, you, Egan can out jump Aaron's. Like you, you, you have yeah. got him physically. Just go yeah. and attack that. And yeah, it's a great header by um, by Egan. Does absolutely the right thing. Heads it back across goal. Uh, it, it may sort of have gone in anyway. I think, or maybe not. I, I, do you know what? I can't work out exactly how this ball goes in. I it think was so it, slow. Like it obviously hits the post. I think. I think it hits the post and then bounces in off McBurney. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think that's what happens. Oh, McBurney hits it against the post, yeah. Yeah, and maybe it bounces back off him. But the ball definitely hits the post, it definitely hits McBurney, and it definitely hits the back of the net, and it's (laughs) two-all. And he's there again, and he's six goals for the season now, McBurney. um, And we can talk about his cameo here, because I I thought it was absolutely fantastic, as as he touched on. He played... I think he played a little over half an hour. He came on, where did he come on? 70, 64 minutes, excuse me. So yeah, yeah. he played about played about 34 minutes, essentially. 
he had five shots, which was more than any other player on the pitch. In mm. who obviously played a lot longer than he did. Could have had a hat trick, and I mean that. In a, I mean that in yeah. a good way. I yeah, don't mean he yeah. was wasteful. I just mean he massively affected the game. He's he's playing at such a a really high level at the moment, like way way higher than we've seen him play for us at any point yeah. in his career. I think I know we're I a think- league below now, but yeah. I thought he was decent against Coventry, and I've seen a couple of criticised performance. I thought him and I were the best player, but I thought he was probably second. Um, and he just never got any service. I think we saw he, he is a different player this season. We saw obviously we were putting a lot of crosses in the first half, as we mentioned, and we were nowhere near him. Saw what a massive difference he can be. He's the only player that we've got who can who's big enough to to be a threat in the air and hold it up. And he's got a bit of skill as well. And now he's obviously really adding does. goals. Looks a really at this moment in the past what two months whatever it's been three months he looks like one of the best championship strikers he's everything you want from a championship striker I remember we watching Keenan Davis last season mm. and saying that's what we want McBurney to do <laughs> you know and it, he's a different player but his argument to say McBurney's offering more because he scores more than Keenan Davis yeah yeah absolutely and uh, almost almost sets up a winner as well but um, yeah he's he's really is playing well at the moment and. Uh, I don't know. Did you see? Uh, not that I condone pitch invasions, particularly. Oh yeah. Did you see the little kid run on him and give him a hug? Get him a ban for life, that kid. We don't want any of that nonsense. <laughs> I actually thought he was wearing a Norwich shirt, and then I realised it was the uh, <laughs> it was the uh, the goalkeeper shirt and the yellow one. I was really well, confused for a minute. Run up to Ollie McBurney on a football pitch. <laughs> anyway, so he's such. A, I can't. You just can't help but like McBurney, can you? Like he's, he's a complete. Plank, like, and his off-field stuff is really uh, just uh, appalling. Is a strong word, but it's is he still being boneheaded? Cool. Is he, are we going to get to? He's going to be another Chad Evans this way. It's <laughs> the white final bit of the season. He's going to get arrested and put in jail. I think it's. I think it's still up for grabs. Yeah, uh, it could. It could, could still happen. Um, but yeah, so he, he does some incredibly dumb stuff. But you can't help but smile when you see, like, you know, him, him give a. <laughs> massive bear hug to this six-year-old <laughs> that's run on the pitch yeah. to give him a hug, and yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was funny. He made, made me laugh. Um, so yeah, that, that gets us back to two all, and uh, yeah, he had a couple of other opportunities, didn't he? There was that great moment where um, Osborne properly works his backside off to keep yeah. that ball in on the touchline. Like yeah. everyone else had stopped, basically, he manages to to kill it on the uh, on the goal line. Yeah. Crosses it in, and McBurney gets a, a, a good header in on goal, but um, Gunn makes a, a pretty comfortable save, I suppose. And I thought end. that were in the way it happened. Mm. He, got, he did everything. I don't think he could have done much more with that one, to, to be honest. Uh, a good header to, to get that much power in it. And I thought, this is in, you know. And then, it, to be fair, Gunn, it was pretty comfortable in the end. The one before that, actually, where a brilliant play from uh, Armand Odds, you know, with a back heel to Baldock. Oh yes, and uh, Baldock puts a crossing that somehow finds our man, believe it. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and Sharp uh, probably just you just want to know sort of, sort of things you turn and hit it. But again, at that point, it felt like their only one team was going to win it. Yes, and then they bring on uh, uh, Hernandez and Gibbs, and uh, they run down the other end in the 88th minute. And we yeah. do not cover ourselves in glory here at all. Uh, I, I thought Hernandez a- were really good when he came on, by the way. He's a right player. I, I, I'd mm. have loved us to sign him. He, he's one I would have realistically liked us to sign a couple of yeah. years ago, I think. Mm. I think he's a fantastic winger. Yeah, um, yeah so Armad Odzic takes out, I think it is Hernandez, right on the edge of the box. Yeah. The referee plays advantage. It runs to another Norwich player, and he gets tripped up by Egan. 
the referee does then give a penalty. And I'm obviously at the far end of the pitch, as are yourself. I thought he'd given it for the first one, which I was yeah. sure was outside the box, because I'm sure that is more of a foul. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think watching it back, it actually was outside the box. But I think he's given the penalty for the second one, the tackle. Yeah, even. I think that's right. I mean, Eckenbottom said it wasn't a pen. I think it were. I don't know. He touches the ball. It is clumsy, but he, I can see yeah. why the ref give it, but I, I don't know if he realised that Egan does touch the ball in making his tackle. Yeah, um, I, I think it's a pen. I think we'd be shouting for that. And, and I don't think the end one was a pen earlier on. Uh, you know, when he goes running through, I did at the time, I was shouting, that's a penalty referee! <laughs> when he dribbles through their entire team. Yeah, well, yeah, he takes about five on, but I don't think he, I think he just gets crowded out rather than it yeah. being a foul. And I, I but think I that was outside the box anyway. Yeah, but I do think this is a penalty. I, um, and I'd have been disappointed if they did not get it for us anyway. Yeah, and uh, gutting. I thought that's, you know, that's it. We've done all the all the hard work, got back into it. We look like we're the team that's going to win this. And then we've just... Yeah, we're second game running. We've we've conceded a penalty in the 88th minute or whatever, and mm. uh, Norwich uh, Norwich fans are cheering because Puki has picked up the ball and placed it on the spot. And then you idiots, because <laughs> <laughs> obviously Very... we're going to take this. I don't know if you had much you saw of this. Yeah, I saw him have the ball. I don't know if he was actually going to take it or if he was just picking the ball. I up. think Sargent's their normal penalty taker. Right. Uh, if any Norwich fans are listening, let us know. But I think uh, Norwich are. Uh, I think that's Norwich's penalty taker and I think he was going to put it down and obviously Pookie's on the hat trick mm-hmm. is there any part of your mind that didn't think this was going in because I was confident 100% sure Pookie were going to score this <laughs> well I know nothing because uh, I was convinced Davis was going to dive to the left cause, as we look because um, it, it left like a slightly sizeable gap that way but uh, Pookie but goes to the right about the guy pointing he's going this way or it dead but I said this I think it was dead part, maybe. But there was shout. There's someone in the crowd going, "He's going that way. He's going left." He's... And he didn't. He went. Luckily, <laughs> Davis didn't see him. <laughs> yeah, it's some of the idea that Davis, you know, hundred yards away, just be like, "Ah, oh, that guy's called it right. I'll do it." Yeah. Um, but Pookie does not hit a particularly good penalty, and Davis gets down and pushes it away. You could probably uncharitably say maybe he should have held it, but. Uh, it did the job and uh, scoring penalties at Bramall Lane we don't do that here that's uh, five in a row missed at Bramall Lane um, by uh, United and opposition Um, yeah it's now over a year since a player scored a penalty at the lane which is quite remarkable really yeah Um, Yeah, yeah. it is I mean this is I was so convinced they were going to score it was just that sort of game and it's been that sort of run that we're on and no knows you'll probably think the same as well because they've been on a bad run but it Davis, the guy who's obviously started the entire catastrophe, you know, like 80, <laughs> yeah. minutes, 80 minutes previous, and you're thinking, well, he's not going to save this. He's had a, you know, he's had a mare, like, really. That's what he's good. And then, fair play, guess right, terrible penalty from Puke. Yeah, still got to save it and pushes yep. it, yep. Uh, pushes it to safety. So, uh, but yeah, then great. the big moment, you think that's it, the excitement's over, and then like, oh, oh dear me. Uh, it's Osborne, isn't it? This is this is really late in the game at this point. There's eight minutes of injury time. I think this is like 96 minutes or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Osborne puts in another... Uh, this is a fantastic cross. Yeah, it really like, is a great cross. Properly picks out McBurney at the back post. And I think McBurney does everything right. It's just, unfortunately, it heads it at the feet of Gunn. Uh, and it, you're talking like inches in either direction it's going in the next. He, he does power it, but it's a very close-range header. An incredible chance. Should have won the game. <sighs> And uh, yeah, that that's the thing that just gives me this little tinge of like mm. we're so close to like a really 
quite glorious second half comeback and a, a win a season game changer if he scores that you know the confidence and the high that everyone had been on to come back against one of the promotion favourites everything yeah. against us 2 and all down they just missed a pen I think that could have been I mean it's, it's good anyway to come back obviously but not drop points against someone I do think Norwich will be up there I think they've got too many good players not to be um, so you've not dropped points against them uh, really but yeah could have been could have been something really really special yeah not half I, I, I sort of say this is a a really good save rather than like a terrible miss I mean I think Roberto he's got a head score, but... I don't know he, he heads it like, it's hard isn't it I think any well 8 times out of 10 it goes in because through the keeper's legs or it's too strong for him and he pushes it in his own net or whatever but mm-hmm. if it goes the other way it's a certain goal so yeah, but I'm not going to him because he, he arguably changed the game because I think he once, he, once he come on we actually start creating chances rather than just putting pressure on and it's, uh, it's McBurney again who creates the final chance of the game and it's another good one. Um, and he creates it from really nice play as well. You know, on the floor, yeah. he, he dribbles into the box, turns away from man and picks out Osborne at the back pitch. Shoot Close first to... time, man! Because <laughs> uh, his goal was the first timer, right? Yeah, Osborne's. his goal was the first time. If he hits this first time, it's probably a goal. Again, obviously the McBurney chance is the bigger one, but this is a big chance. It is, but he takes a touch. It's not... I don't think it's a perfect touch. It no, it's seems not. a little heavy. And then by the time he strikes it, he's got two men have successfully got in the way of it. And uh, yeah, that was, that, I mean, Norwich had a. Uh, no, I think that was like the last chance of the game when I think it was like. They had a corner at the end and I'm like, because it, it was one of those where you're thinking, don't blow the whistle, we're going to score, we're gonna, honestly, we're having so many chances. And then they got a corner like, where's referee here? <laughs> How long's he playing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, it would have been a, a wonderful way to finish it. I think Osborne, Osborne getting a second goal, yeah, but yeah, yeah it, it, it makes a makes a poor decision and takes a, a, a slightly poor touch. It wasn't a dreadful touch or anything like. That. It still gets still gets his shot away. You know, it could have it could have nicked off one of their players and gone in. But ah, oh, Ben, first time it may you've already you've already hit the back of the net once from it was almost the exact same spot yeah, as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize until I watched it back how much of a good chance that were. I think at the time I thought, oh, they're just throwing a body in the way or whatever. But you think if he hits that first time, there's no way. Is it Aaron's? I don't know who it is who gets across to block it, but not they're sure. not getting across to to block, to block that. I don't think if he hits it first time. But on the on the basis of everything, you know, the play, a draw was a fair result, I felt. Yeah, yeah, I think you're probably right. And uh, a really, really entertaining game, as I said at the start. Mm. You know, I, I, I just a great entertainment of the lane. We need to start winning some games soon. Uh, and this was one that, again, you know, second home home game in a row, I think we've drawn and we can say we should have won that one, yeah. really. I mean, you know, number of shots, shots on target, XG was, you know, re- ludicrously in our favour given, uh, given the two goals that Norwich scored were kind yeah. of... Uh, well, one was a bit of a, a freak, and the other one was like quite, a, you know, not the greatest chance to be honest. Even though it was a one-on-one, um, yeah, I think if you take out the penalty, they would have been like yeah, point seven xg, and we put up almost three. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a game that we should have won in the end, but I do feel sort of pleased to have come back and got a point out of. I think, mm, yeah, difficult one again, a bit like the Blackpool game. I'm definitely more happy after this one because I felt. Mm. There were a lot of mistakes in this game, but I felt this were a better game of football than the Blackpool match. I thought that was mm. just a bit of a joke of a game, whereas this <laughs> felt like a proper championship match where two teams with talented players and two teams who can give a goal away at any point as well. It's also another championship in that it can go anyway. And I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, won't we? I mean, I'm more positive than I was after the Blackpool and commentary games because, as you said, we showed a lot of guts, I think. Mm. And Diane McBurney at the moment are playing fantastically well. We should be scoring goals with those two up from. Um, but it's 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 the other end. It's the defence. If you can't keep a clean sheet, you're not going to win games. 
Who knows? Maybe Joe Robinson will be the uh, the key that. Imagine that! What a turnaround that would be. He was good in the second half of last season, wasn't he? It and really he, was. I mean, he is he is an actual left centre back. He, you know, he he would be playing by now if he was fit, mm-hmm. wouldn't he? Wouldn't be, we wouldn't be playing Basham there. He comes straight back in for me. I think if he's yeah. fit, he he starts on Saturday. Um, I'd yeah. keep Osborne in there because obviously the second half played really well. Keep the keep the same five, but just put Jack Robinson in there, and hopefully we can get a bit more organised. We've got a week off now, so maybe we can actually mm. might, might get some training in. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, it's 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 not unlikely that we see Norwich at Bromwell Lane again this season in the playoffs. I think. Oh, uh, do you know? <clears throat> I won't mind that. I, I, I I've criticised Norwich quite a lot. It's almost like a fake joke rivalry that I've got in my own head with them because of the view from and they're quite arrogant and stuff. But <clears throat> they are normally exciting games against mm. them. They are normally, there's only something happening. They have there's a bit of an edge, don't they? A bit of an edge, yeah. And I've got nothing against them, realistically. And, they, and they've got some really, really good players. And they're very much like us, in the sense of... No, I don't, I don't, not as a club. Sorry, <laughs> expand, I mean, like, expand you know, I mean, like obviously, not... They're, they obviously were going up to the Premier League at the same time as them. Mm. They, they're sort of too good for the Championship, it seems, but awful in the Premier League, where... We're not, I'm also too good for the championship. We had that really good year in the Premier League. I think we've we've had a lot of back and forth with them over the past five or six years. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. I, mean, I guess there's been quite a lot of uh, consistency in their squad and with ours as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're like, oh, flipping out Pookie's still playing for him. And I think Norton, you know, after my interview, said that he was disappointed because we come up against him every other year. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And he says, like, you, you know what he's going to be like, and. They must he's be the same fant- with us for half of our team. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a fantastic championship striker, Pook. And he always does all right in the Premier League. You know, get six, seven, eight, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, really impressed with uh, him and Sargent. Indeed. Uh, we, Sheffield United, have still never lost to a side managed by Dean Smith, which I take great pleasure in because I think he's, a, <laughs> I think he's at best an average manager. Um, yes. So seven games now with uh, Walsall, Brentford, Villa and... Now Norwich, obviously, uh, he's never beaten us. Came came pretty close in this one, you know. It was a penalty kick away, but uh, yeah, still nothing de- doing. Dean, unlucky. You're Grealish now, have you? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't rate him as a manager. I, I saw, it's another one of those brute situations where you think, just keep hold of him. Do enough, Norwich. <laughs> so like, just just keep hold of him. Like, don't sack him because they could get a better manager in and, and storm the league. I saw yes. Vincent Company being linked with Villa today. I don't know how true that is, but. Ooh. <clears throat> oh, that'd be funny. I After can't see a... it. I don't, I, surely it's too soon for him, but yeah. Yeah, thank you. I think you might be right. Um, right, anything else you want to say about Norwich, mate? Or are we, uh, should, we, should we wrap up with some final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I don't, like I say, just good, good game of football. And I think we need, we need to start winning soon. But I, I enjoyed that game more than I have the previous three or four home games. So... Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was, I was genuinely shattered afterwards. Um, <laughs> I got back to the pub and I was like, "I need, I need a glass of water and I yeah. need to sit down." <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really felt like I played it, but um, yeah, it was, it was very entertaining indeed. Um, right, well, let's let's just finish off with uh, a couple of other things. I want to mention the uh, the pinch getting nominated for brilliant uh, in, in the so shortlisted in the fan media of the year category. In the uh, the FSA Awards, the Football Supporters Association Awards, which is 
Very. I mean, you look at. I've just got it now. They've got um, you know the Anfield rap is on here. Roker mm. report. Sunderland one is a really well known name. Mm. Uh, there's the Leeds and Newcastle and the brilliantly named Cod Almighty of Grimsby Yeah, that's all that. The I liked um, how uh, the, the lads at uh, the page didn't have a clue they'd be nominated. Either. They were like, oh, yeah. right, all right, I didn't realise this. But yeah, um, yeah that's amazing. It's obviously only started early this year. You and I have uh, written a few things. Well, you've mm. written significantly more things for it uh, than myself, but including an article today, which yeah. uh, I invite you to uh, tell people about right now because I very much enjoyed that. Yeah, I tried to do... <clears throat> I don't know why I started at 1979. I can't remember. I just wrote it a couple of years ago now. I wrote this before... Uh, before the pandemic, and I was sent it to Den Blade, but obviously they stopped publishing for, for while the COVID pandemic was going on, so it never got used. But it's uh, what we're number one at pivotal moments in United's history. So starts at the Boxing Day massacre and ends at uh, the promotion to the Premier League under Wilder. And you got like when we saw Dean and FA Cup semi finals and all that sort of stuff mm. in it. So yeah, enjoyed doing it. Um, not the best playlist. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> it's a good read though. Yeah. I, I could... I must admit, I didn't actually, you know, click play on any of the songs. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a few that I was like, oh, I didn't even, I didn't realise that was like '95 or whatever. Yeah. I thought it was way later. Um, but yeah, it's a good article. Go vote for the pinch because that is that is genuinely amazing to see the blades represented. Um, yeah, for for FSA awards. Mm. Uh, so just just search for the pinch on Twitter or the FSA awards, I suppose, and you'll find it. Um, one other thing I want to shout out is a really good article on um, Goal.com. Uh, which is like a behind-the-scenes thing about United's women, which, yeah, I, I found this really a really interesting read. Cause it's, obviously, we've, we have um, uh, several connections with the glorious, uh, triumphant women's Euros winning team, uh, England, obviously, this summer. Um, a lot of a lot of people who've had uh, like come through United's academy, and um, yeah, it's really interesting reading about. Our, our, our club's approach, I suppose, to like talent acquisition and yeah. development and stuff. So, yeah, yeah go. Obviously, you sent it me. Really, really, really interesting read. Mm. Yeah, so I, I retweeted that if you um, just want to find it quickly or just go and look at United Women on uh, goal.com, I suppose. And uh, yeah, do you want to just plug uh, Maidly, mate, before we finish up, if there's nothing else? Yeah, Maidly. Uh, blind Date or Blind Date, as Liam remembers it as. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Blind blind Date uh, episode um, is out, Living with Maid 1. Um, and yeah, it's a rubbish show. I'm not having a spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm, I'm halfway through the episode and I, I really appreciate that you just like laying out why it's a terrible show because i also thought it was a terrible show like even as a kid i was like this is really boring to watch like, i remember just like, the, i think like the first 15 minutes of every episode was like the most boring thing ever so it's, it is funny i'm really enjoying hearing well, you and liam spoiler alert, pull it apart. We're, we're doing what we're what we're revived uh, sorry rivaling it um mm. Uh, on the, the very same day, we're going to watch the episode of Noel's House Party, which is on BBC at the same time as Blind Date, and we're going to decide what we're better at the two heavyweights. So we're going to be recording that tomorrow, and that should be out Saturday. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Yeah, well, that was it. I was always like, can we not just turn over to Noel's House Party, please? Because this is just like, I really don't care about you know, <laughs> Dave from Croydon's terrible answer to whatever yeah. nonsense question he's getting asked. Um <laughs> Yeah, well, that is yeah, that is living with Maidley, mate. And uh, check out the view from Norwich at roysviewfrom.com. And your very article. Fair, Norwich fans, very fair. Probably why I'm mm. being so uh, nice to them on this podcast because they were very fair on the view from. 
You are being very nice. Well done. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I just want to apologise for this. The sound levels were a bit out of whack in the last episode as well. I think I just uh, I was blaring into the microphone a little bit, and uh, I edited it while eating my tea, so I I did a bad job. So apologies if I um, blasted anyone's eardrums on the last episode. <laughs> Uh, hopefully, I'll nail it on this one when I also edit it, eating my tea, which I'm going to go and do very shortly. Really? Um, so I will, uh, I will bid you farewell, mate. We've got uh, West Brom up next. That's a lunchtime kickoff on Saturday, yeah. isn't it? But uh, yeah. a full week. I think we, we're going to go watch that in the pub, aren't we? Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, hopefully, I mean, we've got a fantastic record when everyone watch games in the Millhouse's pub, aren't we? So I think we've won one out of eight. <laughs> so. I think we've won our last two there. I mean, we, we won at oh, we Forest, Forest as well, technically. We beat Forest. Didn't we lose one this season? Oh, Watford. We went to see Oh, God, that was a Yeah, okay, so yeah. we won two of the last three. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be back after this one. Oh, and I should mention, actually, uh, we met Berlin Blade off, yes. uh, off, off the Twitter sphere on Saturday as well. And. Um, he had some very kind words for for us and mm. United podcasters generally. So, yeah, I just wanted to to mention that it was it was very nice to meet you, Rob. And uh, sorry that we disappeared to the beer festival yeah. within within forty minutes. It's, it's weird to meet meet all these people off Twitter, and they're all really really nice. I want to. It's too, a bit too awesome. I want to meet someone who's like I just don't like. So, yeah, not meeting <laughs> him again. <laughs> there you go. So Anyone listening? Nice that's person, the challenge. Yeah, come and say hello to us on Saturday at the Millhouses if you go in. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't say hello, just insult us to yeah, our faces instead. All right, mate. We'll we'll finish there. Thanks as always for your time, and I'll uh, I'll, I'll catch up with you later. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers.